Happy Monday, and welcome to Roman Go Lightly, a podcast for creative adventures. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Roman Go Lightly. I'm Laura. Our four magic words are local adventure and everyday creativity. We're a podcast and blog dedicated to get you creatively inspired, to get you outside and explore, to dig deep in your local area, and hopefully find some adventure and some meaning along the way too. Every Monday, I chatted up with some of the artists, adventurers, seekers, and everything in between. Um, These people that inspire me in the hopes to extract ideas and inspiration to help you lead that adventurous and creative life that you crave, even if you work nine to five. So if that sounds inspiring to you, you are in the right place. Today we're doing something really special. So on today's episode, we're doing our first local hangout sesh. I knew that going into season two, I wanted to feature my local area of Lancaster's best and brightest. Because if I'm constantly preaching this idea of supporting local to shop small like I did for our last mini-sode and to find adventure in our own neck of the woods, it only makes sense for me to showcase some of my own friends and um, the creatives that I've met here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Plus, I mean, it's really fun to have that face-to-face interaction and talk about what's inspiring us and what's getting our wheels turning. And I think for you guys, it's really fun to listen to this more conversational tone that we have. So today, I'm really pumped to introduce to you my friends, Liz and Jeff Franzen. I have coined these two basically as hashtag creative couple goals. Sorry if that's embarrassing, Jeff and Liz, but it's true. Because they're both these multifaceted masters of their craft. Liz has a beautiful fashion brand, Liz Ryden, um, and Jeff runs the gamut with Creative Ventures. He's a hand letterer, photographer, designer, and so much more. These two support each other in life and in creativity and in their businesses, and I know that you're going to fall in love with them and their daughter, Emerson, who is joining us for the podcast as well. Um, So yeah, let's do this. Welcome, Jeff and Liz. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey. Hey. So uh, let's let's get into it. Um, Sounds good. How'd you guys meet? Go ahead. I'll I'll go ahead. So we met through mutual friends. I was living in Philly at the time. Liz grew up uh, in Lidditz and uh, here in Pennsylvania. And I came to shoot a wedding. And yeah, the the rest is kind of history. We still lived separate uh, for about six months until I moved to Lancaster. (coughs) <laughs> I forgot daughter. to mention, that's Emmy, the adorable daughter of these two, and she's probably going to steal the show. Emmy knows the whole story. Yeah, she knows the whole story. Uh, so, so yeah, um, essentially, uh, we started talking on Facebook, we emailed each other, and uh, part of the reason why I came to Lancaster was because Liz was here. Yeah, so we really just started getting to know each other as friends. Um, Pity no. dates happened. Pity <laughs> dates? I was, I was alone. I thought he was a little weird when we first met. Yeah? I'm still a little weird. What changed your mind, Liz? Um, I think I just got to know, know him a little bit better and saw that he was really funny. I'm naturally very shy, and I think that his goofiness kind of drew me to him. Um, we're very much opposites in that <laughs> way. And Emmy's an extrovert, obviously. <laughs> Oh my goodness, Emmy. Uh, so I'm a wedding photographer. That is what I mostly do. Uh, I do graphic design. I do web design. I uh, do hand lettering. I created an app about 
three years ago. Uh, yeah, I'm You're very I can, multifaceted. I consider myself a Swiss Army knife. But I can, <laughs> in creativity, I can kind of do a little bit of everything. A jack of all trades, master of none kind of thing. Uh, I wouldn't say that. Jeez. <laughs> Give yourself some credit. Fine. <laughs> yeah, I am a fashion designer. I design a brand that's my maiden name, Liz Ryden. It's all leather goods um, and accessories. And then I also help with um, second shooting for Jeff. We shoot weddings together. And I'm a mom. That's a big job. <laughs> that is a huge job. That's a huge, huge job. And I'm sorry, I mean, it's just so cute. <laughs> um, awesome. So I, I also consider myself to be multifaceted and that's Swiss army knife too. So do you, do you find yourself struggling to tell people what you do? Because I definitely struggle with being like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a podcaster, but I also write and I like to do this and I also like to act and I like to dance and stuff like that. And it's just, do you find yourself in that situation ever? I mean, when people ask me like what I do, uh, usually my go-to is photographer, wedding photographer, because right. that is what I make a living off of for the most part. Um, everything else I do, I do make a substantial amount, but it's not what brings home the bacon. Right, right, right. Uh, but I don't really like over-broadcast everything that I do. I kind of, especially with like social media, I just kind of live and just you share. Sh I share, but don't show it off and like hey everyone I'm a photographer hire me hey everyone I'm a graphic designer hire me like <laughs> well, I, just, I just think yeah, I'm thinking about like our business cards like we both have business cards that just have our name on them yeah, yeah. nothing and like we don't have our business cards just say like Jeff Ramsey Liz Ramsey there's no like you know photographer or yes, because like we right. do so much that it's like yeah. we almost just have to have a blank slate and be our like web. hey this is my card find right. out what I yeah, do you can, you can figure out yourself <laughs> our name and then on the back is our website and our username I just at Jeff Franson, at Liz Ryden. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, even though, yeah, my photography is all that is on my website, when you go to my Instagram, you would never know, for the most part, that I'm a wedding photographer. Right. I mean, um, you share so much graphic design and hand lettering stuff, but you also share photographs as well. I, I mean, do, yeah. I, I need to get better at showing more of my photography. Uh, I fell into kind of like a... I don't want to say a hole because it wasn't a hole, but I got into a whole 365 project last year right. with posting one hand-lettered piece a day. And people uh, started to come back to me because of that. And then I was like, oh, wait, I'm a photographer. I'm in that balance of like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a photographer, but I'm gaining followers for being a hand-letterer. And do I, do I like just stop and worry about the followers? But once I've found that medium of like, okay, the followers don't really matter that right, much. Right, right, right. Uh, I just, you know, 2016 has just been posting to whatever my heart tells me to. Definitely has been a lot of slower pace this year right. than last year was, being 365 constantly posting. Yeah, I've always wanted to do 365, but it's just such a commitment. I don't know if I could ever do something like that. I mean, I commend you for doing that. that it's, is, it's definitely it's tough. Crazy. It's definitely tough. And so you guys are both creatives. Have you guys collaborated? I mean, I know a little bit about what you guys have done together, but do you want to share what you guys have done as sure. a duo? Yeah, so uh, when... Liz went to school in Georgia, and I was living here in Pennsylvania, in Lancaster. And when she uh, finished school and moved back, uh, we were engaged, and she started joining me as a second shooter uh, for weddings. She had been taking an online photography class, wanted to learn more because she wanted to be able to help me. Uh, 
because we knew that that would actually end up saving us money down the line. Right. And, something and it's fun do. to work together. And it's fun to work together. So we, shoot, we started shooting weddings together. And the, the whole story of the Liz Ryden brand actually came about because of uh, an event during one of our trips to a wedding. Um, I don't know if you want to. Yeah, yeah. So we were, yeah tell us. We tell had us. a really long trip. I think we were driving back and forth like two weekends in a row. And so we were in the car a lot together. And I had made this really ugly, I mean, it was ugly. It was like this cheap vinyl <laughs> that I found from a thrift store. And I just whipped together a tote bag for myself. And we were talking and I just kept saying, you know, I really want to make a line. Like, I really want to have my own line, but I don't know exactly what I want to make. And you were thinking me, clothes. You I wanted was thinking to make... clothing. And it just took me a long time to get to the point of like, what is the Liz Ryan brand? Where do I want to start? And Jeff was like, why don't you just make this bag in nice materials and he basically, Jeff is actually the one I have to thank. Like, he really kind of nailed down what the Liz Ryden brand was to start. He was like, have a big bag, a medium bag, and a small bag. Make them super simple, super minimalistic, because that's what we both like. And just start from there. You know, it's a good launching point for every woman. And yes, that's how our brand grew. And then Jeff was literally like spewing off like packaging ideas. And he's like, are you writing this down? Right. <laughs> like we're driving and he's just telling me all these ideas. I so do remember, yeah. Being he like, takes credit. Make sure you're writing this down because we need to remember this. Yes. I love that. He takes credit for most of the stuff. And then I just really delved into like, delves, that's not a word, um, <laughs> into learning like leather, like sewing with leather and just the machinery and figuring out what I would need to do. Um, but yeah, so that's how, that was so like a, our first a car drive. <laughs> yeah. It all started. Started in a car drive. We talk a lot in the car. We listen to a lot of podcasts. We like brainstorm a lot. And then, yeah, so we came up with that that idea probably a fall, two falls ago, driving to a wedding in Cape May, New Jersey? Mm-hmm. Uh, Cape May, New Jersey. And so that's about like three and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and, got some time to go there. And yeah, we just kept spewing ideas. And that, so then we had about six months until uh, we actually officially launched the Liz Ride and Brand. So we had tons of time to build a website at Liz to come out with the products. Um, we wanted to keep it simple. Uh, both of our aesthetic is very minimal. Right. Um, and we were big believers on not having too much to offer. And so that's why my ideas were like, have just like three or four items to sell. And then you can just have them as a better quality and, and actually be able to make a living off of them. And you look more legitimate so to speak uh, right and make them so that they are staple pieces that exactly. every woman yeah. wants yeah yeah um so that was our first collaboration and since we've been you know jeff shoots all my lookbooks he does all my web design he does all my branding design so we collaborate like all the time i'm her husband that helps her father are you our child Instagram husband <laughs> actually well yeah yeah, yeah. we don't extent. even like posting photos of ourselves like i feel like we're very much like we like to be behind the scenes and yeah. not in the forefront of things. Thankfully, yeah, we have a cute puppy and a cute baby now. That look <laughs> can be, uh, yeah, we're Instagram parents. We're not yeah. Instagram uh, spouses. <laughs> That's a good thing, I think, for your relationship. I feel yeah. like being, yeah. You guys definitely um, complement each other really well. Thanks. As, as, as I said in our messages back and forth, I was like, hashtag creative couple goals <laughs> so that's yeah. awesome yeah. so i love the car thing where else do, do you where do you find yourself like sourcing ideas and inspiration from i know you both are in different mediums but yeah. well jeff can start because we definitely i feel like we're inspired by different things but we have a similar like overlap almost so you can go ahead and start unless you want me to you if you've got something I, I, go for it 
because I got I gotta think. I gotta think. <laughs> okay, a well, bit. I can start. Um, a lot of my personal inspiration, as far as my line goes, really comes from like my day to day life. Like, what do I need in my life? A lot of my bags aren't necessarily like what is the most trendy, fashion forward thing, but it's more so like utility and what you know. What do people want to use? Um, like one of my best products is my tech tassel and it's a tassel with a USB cord in it. And that was kind of born out of the fact that my phone is always dying. <laughs> I was like, I need to make something that, you know, like something we, that's versatile. Sorry. And he's pulling my hair. Right now. Um, so I think a lot of my inspiration just comes from like, I love just watching people and like going to big cities and just observing like culture and what people are wearing and what they're doing. Um, of course I love Pinterest. I love just like delving through old movies and art um, or going to art museums, but for my line, that's where it mostly comes from. From the real world. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Like, I, about a year, two years ago, I I realized that find, trying to find inspiration on the internet through, like, Instagram or mainly Instagram, I'll say, it was creating more of a comparison than, like, inspiration for me. And so in 2015, I cut down all of my following so like who I was following down to a hundred and I would only allow myself to follow a hundred people um for the entire year that's kept up through uh this year and I've actually cut it down closer to 50 and what I and what I've decided that was I looked through my who I was following and if uh oh and and Emmy's down for the count and no Emmy no and so anyway if the person that I was following uh, made me feel any sort of comparison, if they were a super user that I would, I kind of remember their username. Right. I don't need to follow them. I don't need their stuff keeping popping up. So I would just unfollow them. And then if it was a person that I didn't even know what they posted by their username, I was like, oh, okay, obviously right. you don't inspire me. Don't need to follow you. And so I cut it down and I realized that 2015 ended up being a lot healthier for me on social media because of that. And I was only following people that uh, inspired inspired me or I just cared about their lives. Uh, and then that allowed me to only gain inspiration from the places that I wanted to and 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 then stay away from any sort of comparison right. and that's, so you have control exactly. of what's on your feed yeah. what's fueling your inspiration when you scroll through Instagram that's awesome I've never heard of anyone doing something like that it's interesting because there was that whole uh, escapade about uh, Instagram changing the logarithm right, right. where you, you weren't going to be able to see everyone's stuff and then for me I was like that's not a big deal because I see everyone's stuff because I only follow a certain amount right. of people. So you I, don't have worried, to, yeah. I don't have to check Instagram every two seconds because it's probably the same two hours ago than it is now. Right. Because um, I don't even follow any corporate brands either that are con- constantly po- posting. But it allowed me, I realized it allowed me to um, kind of create my own work from myself within myself uh i wasn't kind of taking someone else's ideas uh especially that we both kind of started our businesses at the same time i'd moved on into my own photography business creating my own design company and liz creating her own brand like i wanted to do it our way my way and yeah so it all started it all started from that just like unfollowing everyone on instagram i think that like i admire that so much because as 
most of us have probably realized like Instagram can be such a time suck too. You can literally <laughs> spend hours just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And the comparison game just comes so naturally too, especially when you're looking for ideas and then you see something similar to your aesthetic right. and then you're like, wait, well, why aren't I doing that? Or why don't I have that many followers? And it's so, so dumb to get caught up in that. But I, I really commend you for doing that because I'm trying to think about who I would narrow my list down to and I don't even know. It's tough and there gets to, there gets a point like where you're like, "Oh my gosh, would this person be offended?" But right. it's like it's not personal. No. And it but it, I've had a couple of people who have had probably those unfollow apps that were like, "Did you unfollow me?" And I was <laughs> like, "Oh, I don't know how that happened." Oh, I was like, sorry. I don't, know, I don't know how to have that conversation with people. It's like yeah, I kind of did, but it's it's nothing it's not, personal. It's, it's it's not you. It's me. Like right. it was like a, a awkward breakup with a person that that's not your significant other uh, at all. It, it was your, a little weird. Because you work together so much, what would you say is each other's um, strength as a creative? Hmm. I'm curious to know what you think about each other. <laughs> well, I think Jeff's strength <laughs> is that Jeff is really good at just identifying strengths in other people. And <laughs> And that, like, he can really just, like, bring a vision to life. Like, I've seen him, like, create brand identities and just seeing him capture, like, making everything look beautiful. Um, I think Jeff is way more talented than he gives himself credit for. He can literally create a website, like, he'll come up with a concept for a business. And 20 minutes later, he's like, oh, yeah, I bought the URL and we have a website and I have a logo designed already. Like, he's just really good at coming up with things, seeing vision and things. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, like, for Liz, I'm trying to think of, like... Her strength is that, um, especially in the fashion world, like she's got an incredible eye. And when she came back to Lancaster and after we got married, um, she had gotten an offer to work for a designer in New York City. And it was for a good amount of money. I would say a really good starting job uh, salary in New York City and for in the fashion world. However... For the two of us to drop everything and to go to New York and for her to work for the man, I just felt like it wasn't what her calling was. And I think that uh, her strength is in creating her own work. And so I really kind of pushed that upon her. And I was like, okay, you can go to New York, work for the man for 20 years and then be like, crap, I didn't do what I wanted to do. And that's scary. It's so scary to take that leap because... You don't know how that's going to turn out. And like, okay, if I try this for 10 years and it doesn't work, then what do I do then? Well, I'm like, we'll worry about that in 10 years. Right. Uh, go for it now while you still can. And so we kind of said no to that position. Well, we did say no. We stayed in Lancaster. And yeah, a couple of months later, we started Liz Ryden and my photography business started and we just left it all trusting that it was all going to work out. So you have faith. Yeah. You have faith-filled creative. It's awesome. And Jeff, sounds like you're very supportive and have I'm a good like... overall eye. That's awesome. He's the one who pushed me to go. No, I mean, I, I don't even know what my answer would be if they were to ask about Luke for me but um I think like when you when you're creative and you work together so closely like you guys do I'm sure you see like where your pitfalls are and where the other person picks up and your strengths and how you balance each other out so that's it's interesting to hear yeah 
it's good to have someone who's similar but also different. So that when you're your your lowest or your weaknesses, they can pick you up. Totally. Liz, Liz is the softy and I'm the hard ass. So like, <laughs> I sometimes she hates it, but I will be open and honest and straightforward, especially when it comes to business stuff. Like, we need to be on top no of this. Nonsense. Yeah. And, I'm also not that great at running my own business, but I have all the I have all the ideas and know everything she has to do for her business. Um, but there's a balance to it. Uh, I I'm always her number one fan, and yeah, I just I just see it, it continually and continuously growing. And even if she doesn't see that, like she said, how I don't give myself enough credit, she definitely doesn't give herself enough credit. So. Um- what what are your individual and mutual goals as creatives? Are there anything anything's coming up or anything that you're working on? Any goals you're sort of aiming for? Well, I definitely think that we're always pushing ourselves. But I also um, I'm thinking back to there was Jeff really likes Casey Neistat, um, the YouTube vlogger, and there was an episode where he talked about how even when you think you've made it and reached your goal, you're always going to feel like you want to keep going. You know, there's never a moment where like you're like I made it. I'm I'm done. I can just chill and out I'm here. Done. You know, yeah. as a creative, you're always like, oh, okay, I've made it to this goal. Now, what can I do? Like, how can I keep pushing myself? Um, and I think we're definitely like that. Like, we never feel, not that we're not content, but we never feel, like, settled. Like, we're never like, okay, we're good. We're just going to stop here. I would say that uh, once you have a kid, everything changes with I'm you. Sure. Um as everyone says, it all changes. Just wait until this, just wait until that. Uh, but really, you become, well, you're forced to become a lot less selfish. And so most of my goals are really driven towards being able to provide for my family and making sure that Emerson has, like, the best life possible uh, and is a happy girl. Um yeah, like I know it deep down, I'm, I I still want to be super selfish. Like I, I want more free time to myself. I want to be able to do so many so many things, which are not impossible and not achievable. Right now, she's eight months old, so like going on huge trips, they're not feasible at this moment. But it's not forever, and I realize that there's there's seasons, there's changes, and we know that that this moment is not forever. And so we're just trying to embrace um, these early moments with her. And, uh, but what I, what I'm like really excited about is just continuously, uh, dreaming. Uh, we like, like she had said, we just, no, we don't stop. We don't be, we don't get to that point where we're like, yeah, we, we're, we know what, we know exactly what we want to do and we're, we're good. It's like, what's, what's the next step? We can get a little bit better and we can keep striving for for more greatness. Well, and I think the other cool thing, like with being creative, you can't just like be stuck. Like you always have to be thinking, okay, in five years, is this going to be obsolete? Like, do we have to? You know, you always have to adapt. And I think we're really we love just keeping up with what's happening and how things are evolving and where things are headed in both of our industries. So yeah, I think as far as goals go, we're always changing our goals. But it's so easy to. Uh make decisions based off of what tomorrow is going to look like. And while I can be a person that preaches so much about like, Oh, don't worry about tomorrow. I am like public enemy number one when it comes (laughs) to worrying about the future. But because of that, I, I totally understand how most people feel when they come to me with similar feelings. And really 
you have no control over your future. We only have control this day in front of us. <laughs> yeah, look, once you get the uh, the grasp on realizing that today is all you have and making the best of today and say, today, I'm going to work to make tomorrow a little bit better, you can't solve all of those things in one day. But if you can just start to chip away and then use the next day to chip away um, and focus it's on like, each day. It's like, what can I do right now to make tomorrow better? Exactly. That's or all. just easier yeah. or whatever it is. And uh, you're right. It's so easy to get caught up in like that whole, I, I feel like I have such, I'm quite like you. I have like such anxiety about like when I think about the grand scope of like what life is and like, well, what if I don't ever do this? Or what happens if I don't end up work? If this doesn't work out, that anxiety is like, it's a hole that I find myself like sinking into quite a lot. Yeah. And when you think about like, okay, all that is aside, I'm sitting here. What can I do right now? Like right now to make me feel better or make tomorrow even easier. Totally. Um, yeah. One of my go-to quotes is, uh, we all have as many hours in a day as Beyonce. <laughs> and so, really, I take that to That's heart. That's so Pinterest. Yeah. Can that please be the headline of the <laughs> podcast? You should get that tattooed. Like. I should. That would be a great first tattoo. <laughs> but uh, if someone that I, f- that I follow a lot is Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't know if you're familiar yes, with him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if any of uh, those who are listening are, are you know, we'll know much about him. Yeah. We'll make sure we link <laughs> He, uh, Gary v. he has his own um, media company where he helps companies uh, run their social media. It's kind of like a social media advertising firm. And he is one of the biggest hustlers in the world. And there's people who ask him questions, and he has this Ask Gary Vee show. And there was one question of the thousands that he's <coughs> turned into a book. But one person was like, I want to... I work this 40-hour-a-week job or 50-hour-a-week job, but I really want to be doing this. And Gary was like, well, what are you doing with the rest of the hours? If you were, say you're working 10 hours a day, there's what 14 hours, other day, hours that you're working. Say you sleep six of those. Okay, you have eight other hours. How many hours of Netflix are you watching? How, like, what are you doing with those other eight hours of the day? And what if you just put two hours? What if you put four hours, half of those eight hours? If you put four hours each day, that's, you know, that, that adds up. up. That's, yeah. a, that, that's a part-time job that you're putting towards their side business. And maybe you can start to change that, that balance and the, the hours flip to what you want to be doing. And then you get to a point of saying, I don't need that full-time job. Right. So if you, if you need to give up sleep to get where you want to go because you're unhappy with what you're doing to make money – go for it like there's no one stopping you but you right. so like, get up st- get off the couch and stop watching netflix i love that i think too i mean one thing i preach about a lot is like if you are uninspired or if you want to go have grand adventures you need to start having adventures with your life right now even if you're a working person you need to rethink about the way you see the world and let me help you but like <laughs> um yeah i mean you do have enough hours in the day to get whatever you if you even if it means 40 minutes if you wake up 40 minutes earlier and you have your coffee and you do whatever you need to do i mean as a working person i have to scrounge for whatever hours i can too but um and that's because i you know i have a full-time job and then i do all this stuff extra but um yeah so you're doing you're doing it you're living it oh yeah totally um but it's worth it i mean if you really love what you do it's absolutely worth it okay so last question yes because i know emmy's being such a good champ right now (laughs) um 
So we're, we're living, we're, we're not living, but we're all in Lancaster right now. Hopefully you guys will be living here soon. Hopefully. Yes. Um, seems like you are already. But um, <laughs> so what is your like local hidden gem around here? Local hidden gem. There are lots in Lancaster, Ooh. but if you could choose one. I don't even know if like a lot of my favorite places I wouldn't say are hidden. Um, I, I like a lot of popular places, but what would you say, Jeff? Hmm. I'm a big coffee person. Jeff isn't. I don't so drink coffee. I love you Passenger. Don't? Nope. Love, love going Passenger, passenger too. Um, Which is not a hidden gem. No. If, not a hidden if gem you, by any Especially means. if you follow Laura on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, it's like Passenger, yeah. Passenger. <laughs> even more Passenger. <laughs> um, I love going to Central Market. And the tour there is awesome. Yeah, I Central would... Market's awesome. Do you have a favorite stand in Central Market? Um, I love the tea bar. I love just getting like fresh cut flowers or... I just got fresh apple cider the other day. Nice. So good. For me, like I, I would say it's uh, Chop Sushi, which just mm. opened up yes. on Prince Street by the pop-up park. Uh, probably most people have seen it by now. I don't know if everyone's gone into it. Some people, you know, wishy-washy about sushi, but there yes. are teriyaki bowls there. And if you do love sushi, uh, and if you've never had a poke ball before, not like Pokeball, no, like, like Pokemon. Like Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but if you've never had poke before, it's... It's really it's good. awesome. Yeah. I, I was there the other day, and you can eat outside in the little pop-up Yeah, park. you can take yeah. it. Yeah, it's too small to kind of sit inside. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Yes. Take, being able to take it out and go to the park. It's like a miniature, miniature, miniature bar. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. All right, cool. So we got a poke bowl, we got our coffee, and our uh, central market spot. Awesome. Definitely. Lancaster is full of good stuff. And like you said, most of it's not, like, hidden. But I feel like it's hidden sure. if, you, if you've never been to Lancaster. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Awesome. Well, thanks guys so much for yeah, doing this. Yeah, thanks for having us. us. So fun. And it's Emmy, awesome. thanks for being a good sport. For the and most part. For the most part. For the most part. We'll have to <laughs> do our, our editing magic on some. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, thanks Thanks for doing this again. Yeah. It's really fun. Thanks, Jeff and Liz. You guys rock. Um, I don't know if you guys could hear all the craziness that was going on, but Emmy basically is a ham, and I literally saw Liz balance like a baby on her hip, um, speaking into a microphone perfectly eloquently and doing a thousand half other things at one time. So kudos to you, Liz and Jeff too, for balancing parenthood and all your creative adventures that you're doing and for being friends. That's cool too. Yay. All right, guys. So if you're hoping to connect with these two, you can follow their websites, which are linked in our show notes. Um, it's www.jefframzen.com. And also Liz's brand at lizryden.com. Or you can check out their awesome Instagrams, um, which we will also include in the show notes. All right. And if you want to join us in the fun along the way, make sure that you subscribe, comment, and review. We're passionate about getting you inspired, and we hope that you're just as passionate about our goals. So show your support and support us supporting you, right? Yeah, totally. Um, You can follow us along on Instagram and Twitter, and we will see you next Monday.